Hello, and welcome to this week's edition of Running on Tap. I'm Kyle. I'm Jacqueline. Jacqueline, what are we drinking today? We are drinking some beer from my favorite Connecticut brewery. I grew up in Connecticut uh, and, and love this place. These are from Stony Creek Brewing in Branford, Connecticut. Uh, we saw my mom and stepdad this weekend, and they were kind enough to bring us some local beer that we're not able to get up to Connecticut to get. Uh, so I am drinking the Sun Juice from Stony Creek Brewery. It is a Belgian summer ale. It is The can says it is brewed with wheat and uses a Cezanne yeast. Uh, so it is just very, very summery, like really what you want to drink on a boat what you want to drink by the pool. Yeah, it was really nice. We were on the beach and having one of those while looking at the ocean was quite lovely. It really is like a wheat a wheat beer, but it has like a little bit of like a soury bite, very citrusy. Um, it says it has orange peel and grapefruit peel, and I feel like you can really taste the grapefruit in it. Uh, and it's just a fantastic summer beer that I feel super lucky to be able to try. Um, and, and really appreciate uh, getting some. I uh, have not traditionally been a big fan of the sun juice. Hmm. I know, uh, but I really liked it the last time I had it. I think maybe uh, the it fit the mood very well. It fits summer very it, well. It's a, it's a good like beer. easy drinking beer when it's warm out in the summer for sure. Absolutely. What are you drinking? Uh, I'm also drinking from Stony Creek. Uh, I'm drinking the Stony Joe, which is uh, my favorite beer from this brewery. This is it's a weird beer. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just gonna I'm gonna. You always have the weird beers. I do. I do. Uh, so it looks like an amber ale. Like yeah. it's it's got it, it can see through. I can see my fingers through the glass. Uh, it is like this nice deep brown color, like like the color of really it's, it's, really well toasted toast. Yeah, it's when you say a deep brown, it's not a stout colored. It is quite golden. It's quite it's it's so this is a golden mocha stout. So it looks it looks like an amber ale or like a, an IPA yeah. or something like that or like like maybe just a, yeah like an IPA. And but it tastes like a vanilla coffee beer. Like it, you're gonna hate it. Uh, I'm handing the cup over, and she's it's smelling. weird because it smells like smelling coffee beans, but it looks like an IPA. Right. So the can says here that this is like, it looks like a bright golden ale, but it uh, smells and tastes like a coffee milk stout. It tastes like one of those Starbucks. The milky drinks and those white, uh, the frappuccinos, yeah. yeah. So it, it's it, weird. It is, it is like it toes the line. Like this, I can drink this in summer because I like coffee. I like coffee in summer, uh, and it's not like does not have like the heavy, uh, like dark feeling of uh, of a traditional stout. But it is, uh, it it does it tastes it tastes like a beer that should be jet black, and it is uh, a nice golden brown. So I like it a lot. I've uh, it's very unique. It is very unique. It's only it's a thing I've only seen at Stony Creek Brewing. I'm I'm looking at the can and it says on the side, "We swear it's a stout." Yes, <laughs> and um, it's just really different. It's a really good beer. It's something that you can't get anywhere else. So we always stock up on it uh, whenever we go, and now we can't go. So your mom and stepdad were kind enough to bring us. Uh, couple six packs of these which is wonderful i am really happy we have this beer to enjoy but also sad we can't go because That's that brewery place. is gorgeous like 
When they first started, the beer was sort of meh. The beer has gotten a lot better. It was really good. But they just have this fantastic outdoor space by the water, big tap room, food trucks in the parking lot. River, it's just, river like, uh, yeah. it's, it's based on a river. It's off a river, so it's got like a, de a really nice deck area and then a lawn area with like You can drive up in a boat. Like that. You can, you can, yeah, you can dock your boat on the it's river. It's just a great right place. Awesome place. It is uh, somewhere we... Would if we lived in Connecticut, we would spend all our time there. Yes. Uh, so, uh, so it's really great. It's great to be able to drink. Uh, yes. Hashtag local for your home state yep. for once. Um, but yeah, it's a really good beer. Bo both are really good. This is a place that makes makes a lot of good beer. Mm -hmm. I am looking forward to getting back there to try some other ones. Uh, for and, sure. At some point. If I can just talk about another one of my favorites from this brewery, that it, it was like a limited edition collaboration. So I don't know if you can get it anymore. But everyone who listens to this knows I'm a fan of sours. Uh, they have a hurricane sour that they right. brewed with, I think they brewed it with a brewery like from New Orleans. So like it was like red like a hurricane, but very fruity and tropically and cocktaily. And it is like one of my favorite unique beer. beers. We, we stocked up and I eventually drank them all, but I, I literally don't even know if they're producing it anymore, but it is so good. They make a lot of good stuff. They make an apple. Apple crisp beer around the holidays. It's uh, very folly. It's Perfect just, Thanksgiving beer. Yeah, it's just a great brewery. Uh, and so they're all named after, like, it has this beautiful bird logo, and, like, one of their beers is called the No Egrets. So they have a lot, uh, a lot of good bird lot, puns. A lot, lot of local, a lot of local Connecticut stuff going on. Uh, just good stuff. Mm -hmm. How was your week of running? My week was good. I definitely, it was not intended to be a cutback week, but it definitely was a cutback week for me. I think I went either went 11 or 17 miles. I can't remember. But low low to mid teens. Nice. Um I think we're going to talk a little bit more about the fact that we uh were away for the weekend at the beach, yes. which was so lovely. Uh so I last week I was like feeling kind of tired. I've been working my way around the Michigan lighthouses in this virtual event and have been either walking or running every day since June 1st. And I was just feeling like run down. And so we, we got, we were a little active on our vacation, but it was super, super nice to like give my body a little bit of a break. Right, absolutely. So I got in a good run before we headed out. And then while we were gone, um, we were able to get in a fun hike. And a run that I think we're going to talk about. Talk about a little bit. A little yeah. bit. How'd your week go? You you had sort of an odd schedule. Yeah, it's 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 a it was a weird week, and it's going to be a really weird week coming up. So I uh, I also I too had a cutback week. This time I took a true cutback week instead of running like three or four miles less than I usually do. <laughs> I ran about uh, I've been doing on average just rough around forty miles a week for the last uh, few months. I only ran about twenty seven miles this week, which was lovely uh it's uh, my, my legs are feeling really good and um definitely ready to get back after it this week uh i am i ran my i did the rare midweek long run uh this week so i ran my long run on a wednesday morning before work and i was coming to grips with the fact earlier today before we started talking that like it's going to be another week before i do my next long run and it's going to be like about 10 days between long runs, which is yeah. uh, maybe even more. Uh, my math's not good. So it might be like, like 
it, it's it's going to be about a, a, a about a week and a half yeah. be between long runs, and usually it's about usually I do them on Sundays or or Saturdays, like on the weekend. Uh, and so it is going to be strange. I'm going to do more uh, usual schedule this week, and I'm uh, anticipating getting back after it pretty hard after um, a few days spent relaxing and uh, hanging out on the beach and. Uh, yeah, but like, my, my, I feel good. My long run was nice and easy on a, on a, on a Wednesday morning, just uh, up and down the river here, and um, it's been good. I've, I've, I've been enjoying mixing in walks. Uh, that's served yeah. me well, uh, I think, both mentally and physically. You know, that way I'm not burning myself out running and I'm not uh, draining myself too much, and, like, it's still a good chance to get outside for an hour every day. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm moving right along through Tennessee. I'm now about 40% of the way through uh, this cutback week because it was uh, a true cutback week. Has uh, my I, I had actually gotten my uh, projected end date into August, but uh, it's but now into September again. So I will, I'm sure, some pick up some mileage in the next few yeah, days, and that will get sure. me back to normal. But uh, yeah, overall doing pretty good uh, and. Yeah, like my, I, I do feel some muscles that I don't usually that don't usually feel sore or tired are uh, are feeling a little sore and tired at the moment. Definitely. And that is because we ran on the beach really for the first my first like run run on the beach. Same. Today. Uh, yeah, we ran on the beach and we hiked on sand. Right. So I, I think that's part of the reason why my mileage for the week is so low because we did not go far, but man, was it taxing. Yes. I am definitely... So I, I ran on the beach this morning, uh, did a lot of research ahead of time about sort of what what I should do, what oh, it would be like. That's what? smart. That's yeah, that's why as you were heading out the door, I was like, hey, maybe you should do these things differently. And I did not like, no, do I'm any good. research or look at anything before I went I, out. I read some like women's health and like health articles about it. And so everything I read suggested that you wear shoes if you don't like mm. run on the beach routinely so as to not tear up your feet. Uh, so I went in shoes and my sneakers. And I mean, I was like, the, it's hard to avoid the waves. Yes. So I was like just running through like knee deep water if, if like I like misjudged a wave, uh, and it was it was high tide, so there was not like a ton of like wet packed sand to run on, so it was definitely hard. I got out there and was like, oh, I'll just and I also read to like really manage your expectations. Don't say I'm gonna go five miles if you usually go five miles. Say like you know to start with like 15, 20 minutes tops. And, you know, work up from there because you really are using different muscles. Uh, and if you go too much too soon, you're going to end up um, hurting yourself and kind of overexerting. So I got out there and was like, oh, cool. Like, I'll just run for like 20, 25 minutes. Easy. Got out there, ran for a minute, and it was immediately like, this is quicksand, not sand. Like, <laughs> this is hard. Uh, so I, I ran for 26 minutes. Nice. 28 I think 28 minutes we'll with like, a, with like a little cool down yeah. walk. Um, but I did like 26 minutes of like running. I did one minute running, one minute walking the whole time because that minute of running was like hard. Yeah. I, once I got like warmed up, I probably could have run like two or three minutes at a time. But I was like, you know, I want to be able to stay out here for a little bit. So I'm just going to run a minute, walk a minute. And it was like, it was really scenic. It was really pretty by the water. Uh, but it was hard. I am definitely like feeling it in my quads, 
uh, and like feeling it in my ankles. I feel sure. like yeah, that makes sense. We we didn't run together. We did not. How did your run go? Uh, so you put a lot of thought and you were very conscientious about preparing for your run, as per usual. And as per usual, I was not. I decided to um, just wing it, and uh, so I was. I, I did. I did uh, manage my expectations ahead of time. I was planning to go five miles as I usually do uh, on you know on a, on a weekend morning, and. Um, I went out, but I was like, okay, but like running on sand is harder. So like judge how you're feeling. And like, basically I, I was just going out and, and back, right? Like I wasn't, I wasn't going in a loop or anything like that. That was going to require me to sure. continue to go around and finish a certain route. So I was like, well, see how you're feeling. And if you do not feel like going the full five miles, you'll realize it and you'll just, you can just turn around. So I started off and uh, very much had the same feeling of uh, okay, like my like my heart rate went from like yep. uh, like sixty beats per minute to like a hundred and fifty beats per minute in like roughly a minute because it was just like you are working very hard in like orange theory zones like. Within my first minute of running, I was in the orange. So yeah. my heart rate was yeah. over 158. And then in the minute I walked, it would come back down right. to like, you know, 110, 120. Because walking on sand is hard too. Right. Uh, but one minute really did spike my right heart out. rate. So I, um, I first started off, I, I was running and I ran like diagonal down to the water line. Because I was like, well, sand is usually firmer there and that might be better. Um, I went probably like a few steps maybe like 30 seconds in that firm sand and was like okay this sucks i don't like this i'm gonna go back up i'll run in like the 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 white sand so i i found uh for my first mile and a half i basically ran in um this was early enough in the morning that the tire tracks and everything from uh all the cleanup crews and the groomers overnight on the beach uh were still visible and so I was like, these are vehicle, these are places where vehicles have passed and the sand's going to be more packed there. So I ran in those. And uh, it was, that was fine, mostly. Uh, but I quickly determined after about a mile, quickly determined after about like a quarter of a mile. But at a mile, I was like, for sure, okay, like, let's, let's go a half, another half mile and uh, turn, turn around for a nice little three mile run. That's plenty. So I... Um, I went up and then I, I decided uh, at the turnaround point, I, I actually about a little before the turnaround point, I started realizing like, okay, you are just running in an exposed, on an exposed beach. You are not stopping like you usually do at, at, at uh, traffic lights. So let's stop every quarter mile, half mile when you feel like it to, um, to give yourself a little bit of a break. I don't know if you, everyone heard Sal the cat there, He's but he, he, says, he says hello. Uh, so I was going about a quarter mile. If I, if I felt good, I'd go a half mile and then I would take a little 30 second break. I just, just pause my watch and stand there and look at the beautiful water and everything like that and then keep going. So I got to the turnaround point, decided, I you know, stood there and I was like, well, let's try running on the, 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 along the, uh, the water line again. And I went the, um, along the water on the way back, but yeah, much like you experienced, I, I was also barefoot. So I had, uh, I, I had a different experience than you did running through the water. Running mm -hmm. through the water for me was fine, and it felt like really kind of nice, at, like with the the heat on my feet, as opposed to uh, you were wearing 
shoes and came back with very wet, sandy shoes. Very wet. Very wet. I think running on the waterline was the right call. I think if it had been like low tide and like the waves had yeah. been out and there yeah. had been like a wide area that was like, because the areas where it was like, basically the waves were so high that the area I was running in was like sort of wet, but it was like the highest tide. So it wasn't really that wet and packed. So even the sand that like the waves had touched, it was really just like damp and right. still pretty loose. I think if the waves had been out further and you had had like some actual packed sand, because the areas where it was that, it was actually like pretty pleasant to run on. Right. There just wasn't a lot of them. Plus it was very sloped. Yes, that was that was the issue with the particular portion of the beach that we were on. Uh, I it was it was I think you your route. I went all the way out one way and went all the way back. You went out back and then the other way right i didn't back. want to ever get too far from home because sure. it, it was quite hard right so i uh but i experienced what uh, we both had experienced the same part of the beach at this at one point which was like it was like running sideways a little bit because like the it was either running in like in the water uh you know and with the waves coming up to your knees so like splashing all over you for a little bit or it was like you were running on a like the side of a hill, and uh, and your feet giving out from you a little bit. So it was it was interesting. Like I, I, I honestly like I, if I think if I like lived in a beach town, I think that like it would be really good workout. Maybe do that once or twice a week. Once or, or twice like a week is probably all but I would like, want to do. But like it's uh it, it it was definitely an intense experience. My by by the time I looked at my Apple Watch after I finished, and I had burned roughly what I usually burn in calories for a four mile run, I had burned that on a three mile run. Yeah. So like it was there it was uh you know, you got your heart rate jacked up immediately and like my feet my feet are mostly okay right now. Like I I they're mine mine are generally calloused enough and everything that like I was not really worried about getting scratched or was having sand hot. Sand was not really that hot at that point in the morning. This was about nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So if we had later on the day, we went down at about noon and the sand was pretty warm. I would not have wanted to do it that like at noon. This is definitely a early in the morning or later in the evening type of deal. You're not running. You're not running on the sand during the middle of the day because uh, it was it was it was fine. But I definitely am exfoliated. My 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 feet are like as smooth and as like lack of callus now as they have been in ages. Uh, so it's um, but I, so I, I feel that a lot. But also like just the stabilizer muscles. Yeah. A lot of the things that you don't usually use uh, feel just a little tired today because uh, you know you are. I I, I was. It's a fundamentally different motion. You're, you're stumbling a little yeah. bit. Like there's like yes, you're you're running, but like there is none of the the grace and balance of running on pavement. Like you are, uh, you you are trying to not only uh, go forward but also keep your balance and keep uh, upright at the same time, and that's a fundamentally different experience. Yeah, it was. I think as someone whose feet are not like super calloused all sure. over, I have I have my fair share of runner's calluses, yes, but they're not. It's not everywhere. I think running in shoes was the right call for me. I think were I to do it again or like advise someone who wanted to try it, I would say that like the, the biggest thing I would do differently is I would like check the tide and try to like plan my run for low tide so that I had like. 
I set myself up with a better palette right. for running. Yeah. Because I did. I really enjoyed the scenery, and I, I knew you ran with headphones. I just like enjoyed the sound of the water and the birds, and I just like enjoyed the atmosphere and didn't wear headphones. And it was definitely like a, a good, solid, hard workout. I just think I could have like been more successful if I had been able to run slightly further out sure. in like wetter, flatter yeah, areas. Yeah, that was kind of what I was counting on when I went out was like, okay, because I'm thinking about walking on the beach. Walking on the beach, if you're in like the deep sand where I started my run and like where I ran for the first mile and a half, uh, it's kind of a pain if you're not, unless you're like not, sorry, unless you are in the vehicle tracks, which is what I try to keep in the entire right. time, which yep. are a little bit packed, but if you are in the loose sand, it sucks. Yeah. Um, so that's why I... I, I went in the pack sand on the way back that was wet. Uh, I, that was my plan the whole time originally. And uh, I think the place that I started off was like too, uh, too slanted. It was too much on a, on a slope. Yeah. So I'd start immediately there. Or if so, you had a beach that had like a more gradual yeah, grade. Right. But uh, I think that you're totally right that like the running on like the wet sand at the water's edge at low tide is, is definitely the best way to do it I, I've, I've walked like out on those sandbars and stuff at low tide and like it's not half as hard to right. walk on that right i would i remember thinking that i would love i would have killed for some uh vibram shoes the ones that have each individual toe uh you know the space for each individual toe and are like kind of more form-fitting to your foot because it uh it would i don't know if i would have wanted shoes completely like sneakers but like some sort of like water shoe or whatever like that like like that, that kind of feel would have been really nice uh in that scenario because i feel like i don't know i've always hated wearing sneakers on the beach because you just get the sand in them and the sand never comes out and um it's just not my cup of tea so uh but i think like those kind of shoes kind of tread the tread the line between like a a water shoe that you might have had when you were a kid and the, like a running shoe and that might have been something that would have been really helpful for this when i got back i mean we were we were on vacation so i tried not to overpack so i brought like a pair of sneakers to right. kind of do right. duty for everything i needed them but after coming back i was like this is what my trail shoes were kind of made for yeah they have a little bit more grip they're like meant to get wet they're like already kind of dirty like if you want to run on the beach and you have trail shoes, like that's a good time to pull them out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but overall, I I did enjoy it. It was a, yeah. it was a different challenge. I would not like. I also I ran much slower yes. than I usually do, um, and much shorter than I usually do. So like that's like the fact that I ran three miles at a roughly like I think my final pace was like eleven thirty miles. Uh, if I ran three miles at an eleven thirty pace, you know, here in DC, I would like it would it, that's that's uh, that's a real light jog for me. Yeah. Uh, it would have been not much, but it was the equivalent of like running four miles on pavement here in DC for me to run on the beach. So I really enjoyed the challenge, and yes. it was and it was different. And yeah, I I. I Maybe I shouldn't have worn my headphones. I missed my podcast. I hadn't listened to any podcasts yeah, in a few no, days on vacation, absolutely. so that's why I was like, I'm going to go for it. But uh, like being around the beach and the and the, the sand and the surf and like I got distracted with a quarter mile to go because I was like, are those dolphins out there? And yes, dear listener, they were. I got to see like a pod of dolphins, about, you know, jumping around and everything. Like that kind of stuff is just so 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 cool. Yeah. So I really would highly recommend 
giving it a shot next time you're at a beach vacation, even if you just do a little bit, like it's good to get up, a, work up a sweat when you're on vacation because you're probably drinking and eating too much anyway. So, I was really happy that I ran walked because I think it kept me happier for longer. That's I, smart. I, I think if I had just been running, I would have lasted like 15 minutes total, but I got to be out there for almost half hour because totally. I like broke it up. Um, so I, I think that was definitely a smart smart call on my part yeah i uh i kind of wish i would have thought of that that was smart i did like i mostly just ran and then like my breaks would i just would stop right where i was uh when i was doing some research before this i read about like once you sort of get used to run, and I, I don't think we could have done it where we were because of all the conditions we've described but if you are able to run somewhere where you have like a wide swath of packed wet sand that is not like super super difficult to run on it said to like run for like five minutes on that and then like zig up to the loose sand for a minute mm. and then zig back down so you're basically like doing like a high intensity like in- interval, interval training, training yeah. kind of spiking your heart rate and going back so i think like if you lived by a beach it could be a really fun way to like get in basically like get in speed work without having to go fast but like making your body like work hard for short periods i'll tell you what i'm really excited to run tomorrow and just you know i only ran for like like three miles it took me about it was a little over 36 minutes 35 minutes something like that i don't know but uh so it's not like i'm my body is completely conditioned to running in sand or anything but like i've played baseball growing up and when you're on when you're waiting to go up the bat in the on deck circle you take a weight and you put it at the end of your bat and you uh swing it a little bit and then when you go up to the plate the bat it feels much lighter uh because of it and i'm one i'm like looking forward to that feeling tomorrow like i'm gonna go out for a run and i bet i'm gonna feel great because i like the grounds the ground's not shifting underneath me yeah so it was it was challenging experience and i would i would definitely do it again for I think, sure i think that like uh we're we have another beach vacation scheduled for a couple months from now and uh maybe during that time i might give it a shot of get up the early get up really early yeah. really early uh and and try and run a mile or two maybe yeah. three or something like that sweat out some sweat out some of the demons under the, the nice hot sun, hot summer sun but it was quite lovely i uh, i you know any just more time on the beach really we also got on a lovely hike we did. We Which went, was... Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, we went to uh, the Assateague Island National Seashore that's off the coast of Maryland. It's a, a barrier island. It's um, basically on the same barrier island chain that uh, Ocean City and Rehoboth and, and uh, similar towns of their ilk are on uh, off of Delaware and Maryland and Virginia, the Delmarva area, if you will, uh, which is a place that we have been before camping. That time we went, it was rainy and cold and miserable, but this time was much better. So we did have this hike that was on all dry sand. All dry sand. So it was, I mean, we hiked three quarters of a mile and it took us, when we got there, the sign was like, oh, estimated hiking time is 40 minutes. I'm like, it's like a half mile loop. Right. No, it took us 30 minutes. Yeah, it was a, it was a long, I mean, uh, it was we, a tough we, ge- hike. we generally hike at, uh, just over 20, 20 yeah. minutes a mile. Like, I think uh, around, around 20, 22 minutes a mile is what we hike at. Uh, and this was, uh, it was a little jaunt, a little yeah. jaunt in the sand as much as yeah. more, more than a hike. Uh, but the coolest part about it Tell was them. there were horses everywhere. So what Assateague Island National Seashore is known for is a uh, 
couple different herds of wild horses. Uh, they have been on the island for many, many years, and um, they basically just roam around. Uh, they graze in the parking lots and on the beach grass. Like, they were like right next to the bathroom. Basically anywhere they want to go. It's like, you know, we went to uh, Yellowstone National Park last year and it was kind of like how the buffalo are in everywhere in yellowstone yeah. where there the the you might be by a visitor center and there's a bison in the back in the back grazing on the grass uh this is very much how the ponies were there and uh we got to see a bunch of them we did last time we were there as kyle mentioned the weather was not super great so the ponies were all sheltering but this time they were just out like and on our hike they they, they like were like hiking alongside us basically like on this ridge this line ridge, yeah, of the really dunes cool. that was so cool definitely like the iconic vista of mm-hmm. that park you would think like at the like on the on the sand dune ridge with the atlantic ocean in the background yeah. and these these ponies grazing there it was really beautiful uh we got to introduce your mom and stepdad to that area like they they committed to camping at some point in the future which Huge. was unheard of yeah uh, but it was it was a really lovely trip. It's a place that we feel very fond. We have fond memories of, even if they are mostly uh, they are they are mostly in jest. The first time we went, uh, we were we went in the, the the winds were it's like gusts gusting. Yeah. I think they were gale force winds, and we were driven off the beach because we didn't want to lose an entire hour layer of skin. But we got to mm-hmm. see ponies then, and we went this time, and it was it was quite beautiful. So it was a really lo- wonderful trip. I also just want to note very quickly as we talk about our adventures, um, lest anyone hear this and think, "Oh well, the pandemic is over." Oh yes, we we kept our social distance. Like everything we did was very very yep. much outside. We kept our social distance when we were you know at the trailhead or at a visitor masks center. On until we, we wore our masks. Yeah. yeah. And we were able to see my mother and stepfather because all four of us quarantined for two weeks to make yes. sure that we could see each Important other safely. Yes, we, so we, we ju- just because I feel like it's hard when you kind of see people going yeah. back to normal to think, should I? I, I want to be clear as we talk about this that we took a lot, a lot of, of safety precautions. Yeah, absolutely. I th- and it was important to both of us uh, to, you know, this, this the quarantine has not been super easy here uh, on, on a, a mental level because... This is a time when Washington, D.C. is starting to open up. Right. And uh, people are starting to go back outside and are starting to, the the restaurants and the breweries and everything are starting to serve again uh, for in-person things. So, you know, uh, not by any sense a woe is me tale or woe is us tale, but like we uh, we took this, we took a quarantine, we took our quarantine very seriously and uh, only went out to run and um, pick up food, essentially. Yeah, uh, even that we didn't go inside anywhere. Even, no, we, know, so, we didn't go inside anywhere. So we, it, yeah. it was very much a, a mask-filled social distance outdoor yeah, it was one of the, adventure, that, which was I will wonderful. Say, uh, it was instructive. I think a lot of people. I mean, I guess there, there's a lot of people judged people on the beach when the beaches first opened, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and there is a difference between like the spring break party crew uh, of people who are all very very close to each other and dancing or interacting like within a foot's reach and what we saw which was for the most part people being at least six feet away often more uh pretty spread out on the beach 
Uh, we saw lots of people wearing masks. There were there were some groups, but it was largely like, like I, families I, stick into their groups. I can remember pretty like far apart. Two people, two groups who I thought like, oh, you're a little too close to one another, and like there were you know the the, the crowds of youths uh, that would occasionally be. To, you know, like not observing social distancing, but like. But overall, I, we were able to I, I keep felt, our distance. I felt people very on the comfortable on yes. the beach. And I thought, and I felt that I, I felt everyone else should be comfortable too. I thought it was a, uh, a socially distant activity. Maybe more of the beach was getting utilized than usual. Not everyone crowded down by the water, but right. uh, there was um, a lot of space for everybody. Which was nice. Yes. Uh, and you know, able, to, especially in the morning, we were able to run down it. Like, yep. the, I, I had. Uh, I'm not sure about you. I had. Uh, uh, you know, you get uh, close to a few people when you're running down by the by the water line, but yeah. like you know, it's the it's the in passing running exactly. Uh, pass. So which was, seems based on current research to not yeah, be a huge exactly. deal. So yeah, I think uh, you know, as as you listen to us talk about our trip, we definitely this was not far from our minds the entire time. Yes. Uh, so when we were at Assateague, though, it was. Uh, I mean, it was beautiful. This is a, this is just like a yes. a wide open barrier island that is uh, filled with sand dunes. There's only about, I think it's it's like a sliver of it is open to, uh, the general public, and then the rest of it, which goes for tens and tens of miles down the coast, is all uh, on sand vehicle only, so four wheel drive yep. or or your ATVs that kind of thing. Uh, so you can only we only got to see a little portion of it, and uh, definitely want to go back and For experience sure. a little more at some point and sit on that beautiful white beach and uh, hang out with the ponies. For sure, it, it's it's very unique. I feel. I mean, I've only been in a handful of like national parks, but to me, it's very unique that it's like this beautiful environment with like a few trails and these ponies. But then you have people like eating lunch under an umbrella in their yeah. beach chairs. So it, it definitely has like a beach vibe. Yeah, it is. It, there is definitely like that. That was the surprising thing for me because the first time we went, we were one of like yeah the only people in that park. We went down to the beach and no one was on the beach because yes. like being on the beach was a death sentence. Uh, <laughs> so uh, there was not a lot going on. But uh, this time it was, and, th- and this is, this is national park land, so it's not super cheap to enter. Right. right? Like you get a seven day, you, when you go in, you get a seven day pass. So it is not like you're going in and getting, uh, you know, you pay the three bucks or whatever to go in. Right. So uh, you know, it was fine for us. We got to, we got to buy our uh, our, an, our new annual pass that we were up for. But um, yeah, to see people, it was kind of you know strange in the national park to just see people like lounging on the beach and hanging out. But yeah. uh, you know, it's, it was it's, it's a great area for it. It is. It was absolutely beautiful. I was super happy that we got to get back there. We'll have to. Uh, we we only we did there's three different trails in the park in the obvious like parking lot area. You know, apparently, I have read uh, in Backpacker magazine and other places that you can just hike all the way down. The beach, and there oh. are campsites back there, so you can do like backcountry camping all the way down the huh. beach. Uh, but there's there's uh, life of the dunes, life of the marsh, life of the forest trails. We did life of the dunes. Everyone had voted uh, that was in the car. Your mother abstained, and that was because she did not want to do it. But uh, so, you know, so she. I think it was, she rec- But I mean, I think she recognized it was very pretty. But we just finished talking for half an hour about how walking on sand, sand is, is hard. Exactly. So it was, you know, it was, it, I loved it though. I thought it was really, it was really beautiful. Uh, the views were great and I, you know, just love sand dunes, sand dune experience. But even, even hiking, those, those, 
three quarters of a mile were not uh, the easiest hike one would ever. No, and it was all it was all flat. It was not not a lot of climbs or anything. It's still difficult. Yes, for sure. But uh, it was, you know it's a wonderful park, and uh, we were very excited to go back at some point. What are your goals for this week? Well, I am because I did take a few days off. I, I'm I'm still ahead of schedule for my trek around Michigan, but eager to get that finished up. I I think I'm at stop 10 or 11. I'm very, very solidly in the eastern part of the state, which is exciting. Nice. Um, Kind of rounding the the finish, rounding the corner to finish in Detroit. So I think I have four lighthouses left. Um, So I need to average 31 minutes a day between now and July 4th of either walking or running. Easy peasy. I am hoping to finish a little bit early. I'd like to finish by the end of the month just to kind of give myself a little bit of a stretch goal and then I have my eye on potentially biting off another challenge which we will talk about in a future episode talk about in a future episode uh that sounds great I have just found all of these like I mean this one especially because it's not I mean we had the whole issue the whole episode about how I was like not didn't really enjoy the virtual race I did but this is like I I feel like you're probably finding the same thing with your Tennessee thing that it's so fun to like you know, run around the same route I run every day, but like virtually be like making progress. And right. they've done such a good job with this to like, you know, you click on the lighthouse and you read all these facts about it and here are restaurants that are nearby. And it's been really, really fun to like feel like I'm kind of out exploring a little bit. So definitely, excuse me, definitely eager to finish that and uh, we'll hopefully make good progress towards that this week absolutely what are you up to uh i am looking forward to getting back after at heart i was just checking the weather on uh on my watch to see what this the the temperatures in washington dc are going to be like this week and uh surprise surprise it's going to be warm (laughs) so i am uh i'm looking forward to uh getting back to uh you know trying to wake up early to beat the heat yep. and um, try to maybe try to establish some really good habits this week of getting up a little bit early and to, uh, I'm looking forward to just banging out some miles. Like it's going to be nice to get back to it after um, a pretty slow couple of days, few days. Uh, my body feels good and it feels ready to run. So I am, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm also going to only do a 12 mile long run. I think I'm, I think I'm going to test out that feeling next weekend and uh see what it's like to uh you know i kept talking a big game about finding my limit maybe that's the limit now uh and see how that goes so i i'm just looking forward to running i think it's going to be a nice a nice week for it hopefully uh you know there's some storms in the forecast if we'll avoid those but if we need to run in the rain we run in the rain right so yep. uh it'll be it'll, it'll be it'll be good i am i'm just uh i get i got that feeling after uh after a cutback week of just like being pent up and ready to get after it so it's all good i'll probably feel that way after a good night's sleep being out in the sun makes me sleepy you you are a sleepy (laughs) sleepy girl and when you when you go to the beach but no i i too am excited to like run around our neighborhood and run around the city a little more get back on the pavement good sign of exactly after the good sign of a relaxing uh relaxing vacation when uh we drove back into the city today and we're uh, well, I speaking for myself was excited to be back home and yeah. uh, looking forward to feel um, well rested, ready feel, to feel sort well of rested, energized, tackle ready to go. life so, again. All good. How's your beer? It's great. This is just like a summertime classic. It's some really nice, like 
what, what, it's lace, lace, lacing. lacing. That's it. it. Does I was, was going to say nice legs, lacing. but lacing. I, is this is like remember. one of the first beers I've had on this that isn't a sour. Yeah, a true sour. That's true. It, it's, it's a little citrusy, tangy, but yeah, it's a, it's not kind of not really. But saison aspect of it. yeah, it is. It's like a, a weedy saison. Um, but it's just like a super easy drinking. It's it's lovely to have in our living room, but like it should be drank on a boat. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, How is your beer? No, it's gone. It is so, gone. It's good. I, I'm I'm kind of surprised. I'm looking at yours and like you 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 have all that pretty lacing. I got literally nothing here at yeah. all. I was kind of shocked as I was your going down. Your glass is very clean. Uh, yeah, but it was. Oh. I mean, it's delicious. It's always good. Uh, where can the people find us? We are hosted by Anchor. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. But mostly. Spotify, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Apple iTunes, Apple iTunes. Apple iTunes. Um, we are also on Instagram at Running on Tap. Yes, we'll be sharing some beach pics with this episode. Bow wow yet? No one's commented Bow Wow. Yeah, someone's gonna comment Bow Wow one day. Oh my god, we're gonna pop open a bottle. I was gonna say a bottle of champagne, but that wouldn't be very no. appropriate. But pop open a really nice bottle of beer. Yeah, we'll we'll go we'll we'll buy some. Uh, we'll ship it in from somewhere from one of the, the Virginia breweries or something like that. Yeah. So comment Bow Wow. Yeah, comment Bow Wow so we can drink more. Yeah. Uh, Thank you all for listening, and we will talk to you next week.